It is the Two Guys Ride Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And today we're talking the heavy stuff, baby. We're talking everything that makes your shop or your garage unique. You know why? Because let's be honest. Having a lift in your shop, in your garage, man, that's stuff that people dreamt about not too long ago. But nowadays, nowadays they're affordable. There's enough out there to choose from. There's different applications. And chances are... You probably are going to have a buddy mess up his order and order too tall of a lift, and you may end up getting it for free anyway. That's <laughs> happened to me not once, but twice. What? It's crazy. What? Yeah, man, I got I got two lifts. I have never had somebody say, oh my gosh, I got this extra <laughs> lift over here. But there are some great deals out there, uh, whether it's from a buddy, whether it's used, or Man, like you said, there are some great prices on lifts that totally changes the game. You know, we used to think about lifts. That's the that's the pinnacle, right, of a of a shop is having a lift. Now all the things, right, your your gears are spinning, your head's going wild. You're thinking, wow, you know how I drop motors out is completely different. How I do a transmission, right, how right. I do this, how oh, I do that, man. how I run exhaust. Everything becomes different when you have a lift. But for years, you always used to think, no, man, that's. That's in a whole nother universe. Yeah. Well, welcome to the universe, man, because it's here. There's lists of all sizes, shapes, configurations that are affordable, and we're here to talk about them today so you can get jazzed up and figure out which one you're going to order. Yeah, man. i never forget. Remember in, in high school? Remember the first time, was it high school, college, maybe after you graduated, or maybe you didn't graduate, just you know, got a car scene afterwards, <laughs> but remember the first time you went over to a, a friend's house, not a shop but a oh, friend's yeah. garage, and you saw that individual had a lift, you were like, what kind of mechanical guru wizard are you, man? That's amazing. <laughs> it was like a big-time move, you know? No doubt, no doubt. And I, and I have done so much work on the ground under you know, a car with jack stands and all that stuff. I mean, for decades, decades, and oh, yeah. I get it. Totally get it, man. That is the thing to do. Uh, but like I said, you know, with prices, it's the thing not to do, it's the thing not right. to do. Nobody wants to do that. You only do that because you're forced to do it. If you got a lift, ain't nobody laying on their back. <laughs> uh, right. It's like, it's like having a pickup truck with a bunch of friends moving to college. Everybody wants your help. Uh, having a lift, man. I got a, I got a lift out back in my house. It's got uh, two. I got two lift rooms, and and I swear it's a communal lift, man. Between what I do for cars for Christmas, um, and you know all the friends that help out with cars for Christmas, they eventually need to change the oil, rotate the tires, do brakes, suspension upgrades, and like you said, if you have a lift, it changes your world and how you're dropping out. You know, for me. Uh, I, I always used to bring the motor and engine out the, the front of the car, right? Uh, pull the hood off and bring it out that way. Nowadays, I drop the entire K-member down on a little you know stand that I hand-built. And, I, man, I swear it's the easiest way. Drop that suspension and drop the, the whole K-member out. You got that whole engine and transmission exposed on the stand, and your car is sitting up there on the lift. You can do all the work, then lower the car back down. It makes it night and day difference. Man, you know what I did uh, on my SEMA build, right? My LS swapped BMW M3. Yeah. Uh, I built a rolling jig high enough that uh, I could slide the motor and transmission underneath, just like you're saying, and and then lift it with, you know, a standard hydraulic lift and pull it up into position because that's the only way I could get this big old package in. But I had to build a dang, you know, I spent as much material and time and energy. Cause I only had eight foot ceilings, you know? Yeah. So there are limitations, but houses now are getting built with taller and taller garage ceilings. 
you know? Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. So we have Mike on. He's a brand manager at Atlas um, Auto Equipment. Hey, Mike, hey, I, I got to ask, man, is that one of the biggest return issues you have? Is somebody done ordered a lift too tall for their damn ceiling? It's got to happen all the time, bro. It's got to happen. You, you probably get that call daily. <laughs> it, it's in our top two or three. You're 100% right. <laughs> I, I imagine that's one you want to jump on when somebody's <laughs> thinking about ordering is, hey, 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 did you get your tape measure out first? You know, did you look at the specs? Right. Did you measure your ceiling? <laughs> um, it's got to be wild, man. Well, Mike, welcome to the podcast, man. Now, you're the brand manager at Atlas. Um, give us a rundown. You, you guys do all kinds of different equipment. Um, you're really helping the automotive equipment world out there and guys that have big garages, shops, maybe their own sort of place to go to. You guys manufacture a bunch of different lifts, huh? Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got uh, all kinds from two posts, four posts, scissors, mobile column, single column. So we should be able to take care of any lift needs any customers got. Yeah, that's key. That's key because everybody's got a different need, you know, because think about when you pick up your lift, Willie, uh, you know, are, are you thinking two posts? Are you thinking four posts? You know, what are you going to be doing with it? Am I storing? Am I working? I was thinking it's free. I'm going to put it up no matter what. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. But, you know, whether you got a side-by-side, -side, whether you got a motorcycle, or ATV, whether you got an RV, all these things factor in. And there's a lot of options, and I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, man. All right, so let's dive into this first break. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with Mike Atlas Auto Equipment. So is there a difference? Is there a better need for a four-post, a drive-on lift, and there's a two-post? What about motorcycles, ATVs? A lot of people working on that. What the hell is a scissor lift? That doesn't even sound right. Uh, scissors shouldn't be lifting anything. You should be bringing stuff down. But that's a whole different discussion. And we're going to talk about it coming up next on the Two Guys Garage podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie Bean, we're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have our man Mike on. He is the brand manager at Atlas Auto Equipment. Find that stuff online. You'll see exactly what we're talking about. And it's really wild, man, when you're thinking about lifts. Because most people, and we're going to get into different equipment, things for your shop, things for your garage, things that really make it, you know, kind of extraordinary. Remember the first, God, was it the first Fast and Furious when they were stealing? You ready for this? A lot of people don't recall this, but the very first Fast and Furious what was in the semis that those Hondas were driving so crazy oh, yeah, around? Yeah. It was TVs that played both the DVD and the VHS tape. That's, uh -huh. that's what they were stealing. The all-in-one combo. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we know how hot those were for like, you know, six months. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of wild when, when you're talking lists, man, because a, a lot of people, especially, you know, in, in the automotive world, man, it's such a big dream and such a huge burden off of them if they were to have a lift um and mike you guys at atlas man are making this a reality talk to us a little bit about why somebody would want a four post uh, why is a four post better than a two post why is a two post better than a four post do you have a preference and what do most people go for well on the it varies on the professional side a lot of them use just a two post unless they have an alignment system and then they use the four post but a regular uh, DIYer definitely does a uh, four post more because it's more of a storage opportunity for the DIY customer. They can still use and work underneath the car on a four post. So it's about a 50-50 for the DIYer, but it's about a 75-25 
for the professional on two post. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot to consider. Um, you know, a two post clearly gives you a lot more access, a lot more room. There's less stuff in the way. You don't have the big tracks, but you got to get out of your vehicle and you got to set up each little arm in the right position. You know, it takes a, you know, whatever, another two minutes to get a car set up and up in the air. <laughs> well, you, you say two minutes until you, until you get the guy that doesn't know where the, the lift points are on a car and that's a whole nother world of hurt. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a different story. But let's let's just say you got it dialed in. You know, there's like a, a little two minute decision point there on a two post and a four post. Whereas, you know, like you said, if people are storing, they want to be able to just drive in. You know, just drive in, drive out, drive in, drive sure, out. Man. Hit the button, goes up, goes down, change their oil. Uh, and then the nice thing about a four post that that a lot of folks uh, like is you can get them outfitted with. Uh, roller jacks that go forward and backwards so you can actually lift the vehicle off the four post. Do you have those options at Atlas? We do. We have anywhere from 3,500 pounds up to 8,000 pounds according to the weight of the vehicle. Nice. And and there's a lot to be said for that. I, I used to be mechanic at Tuffy's way back when and uh, those were actually nice for brakes. You could just roll in, vehicle's up there, you slide the jack under it, and now you got a work surface. Right? So the, the track that you just drove on you can lay out your tools, your brake pads, whatever. You know, it's kind of a little work surface there to do brakes. So, you know, there's definitely some pros to it. But um, so, Kevin, if somebody's used those those lift poles, so are those convenient enough that somebody would would jump on a four post for the storage capabilities and and access there, or is it just easier to get a two post? Like if you had your druthers and you you had to do a lot of work on the car, maybe underneath the car, which one would you go with? You know, I think I'm going with the 50-50. You know, I don't think you can make too many arguments one way or another. You know, in my shop here, I've got a two-post right behind me. Uh, and that just gives me the freedom to put, you know, as much access and do as many different things on a vehicle without anything in my way. Um, but when I worked in the garage, we had, you know, all different kinds of lifts. And sometimes you didn't have a choice. But other times it's like, well, for this particular job, exhaust, I'm going to just drive up. You know, or for this brake job, I'm yeah. going to drive up. But, oh, man, I got to pull a transmission. I got to do something else. I'll go to the two post. So, uh, you know, the thing to yeah. do is have one of each. That's when you're balling. Right, That's right, when right. you're balling right there. <laughs> you know? Mike, when you, when you see some people setting up their garage, do you have one that you recommend for them? Or typically, because I'm sure you hear some of the headaches that people go through. Yeah, you know, we, we ask those questions, you know, the, what you're going to be working on. So a 9,000-pound two-post will outfit a ton of DIY garages. But for the professional, he's probably looking for more of a ten or 12,000-pound two-post. And then when you get into the four-post, eight or 9,000-pound for the DIY guy takes care of suburbans, boats, Corvettes, Maseratis, all of that stuff. So nice. yeah, it's, it's a mixture. Okay. And you said also you mentioned that you guys are doing lists for other things as well. So let's say they got their lift choice and options down. What do you guys have? I think you said motorcycles and ATVs and side-by-sides now are just a massive market. So is there a specific lift that people can work on those toys and items as well? Yeah, we have five distinct models for motorcycle and ATV or golf carts. So anywhere from 1,000 pounds up to 1,500 pounds. So we have an assortment for those two, specifically for that. Now, the motorcycle list I get, um, what are you doing for, for quads and side-by-sides? Uh, we sell an extension, sideboard extension kits. And you just uh, 
go through a pin and a cotter pin and they hold on to the side of the normal motorcycle lift. And it gives you oh, the good. width gives you the width for the side by sides and, yeah. and ATVs, four by fours, lawnmowers. Yeah, so many people are busting yeah, busting lift kits and upgrades out on those. I imagine that's gotta be a pretty hot market for you. Cause you might not have room for, you know, a two post or a four post, but you probably do have room for something like that. That, true, and then that kind of brings in for if a guy or a, or a person doesn't have room, we have low rise, mid rise, uh, quick bay lifts that's uh, portable. In other words, you set them up in your garage, you finish, roll them up against a wall, or put them out in your shed. They don't have to stay in the same place or be bolted down. So great, but can still great lift your car. Expl- explain that, that is that is that what the scissor lift you were talking about? That's one of that's some of the modules of the scissor lifts, and basically they go from six thousand pounds to 7,000 pounds on the portable, removable ones. Very, very awesome. Low rise will get you into changing tires and brakes. Mid rise will get you up to changing oil, that kind of thing. Really? All right. Well, can, can you walk us through a couple of the, so what kind of ceiling are we talking? If somebody lives just in, you know, their suburban home um, and, and having an eight foot ceiling, nine foot ceiling, I'd say more common, what do you have that could get their car? Do you have something that could get it up high enough where you could do an oil change and brakes and, and get underneath it with a decent amount of ease? Yeah. The, uh, the low rise for the tires and everything, they go up to 23 inches. And then of course the, the, the height of your vehicle, what you're working on, the mid rise are in the 50 inch range. So it'll go up 50 inches. You can't quite stand under it, but you don't have to uh, completely lay down on a, a creeper either. You got enough room to work under it. Oh, that's such a big help, man. Yeah, there's there's a lot to be said. You know, if you can get under a vehicle with a roll around stool. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that. That's kind of your. You know, you've hit the sweet spot, and then beyond just gets right. even better. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. one of my lift rooms where I got a free lift. Um, yeah, it's a it's a you know lower ceiling. It's probably nine or ten feet, but yeah, much like uh, that. I can't stand up uh, all the way upright on on you know like a, a truck or a small you know sort of SUV style deal. But man, it's right there at that uh, that threshold it makes it easy and convenient. I can't imagine. Can you ever imagine going to a place that doesn't have a lift after having one for for a couple of years? Oh, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> Well, you know, the way I always look at tools, you know, it didn't matter if it's my shop or, you know, any shop I'm in, I'm scanning around. I'm like, all right, I got a lift. I got a welder. I got this. I got a bender, you know, and you're sizing up what you can do, you know, and a lift just brings your capability or capability and speed and less hassle and all that's just to another level. So yeah, when you start thinking about backtracking, you know, like, but he says, hey, we're going to do this uh, major mod or transmission dropout on the ground. You're like, oh. bro, I don't know if we're that good of friends. You know? Yeah. Like, Mike, you ever done a transmission drop in the front of an apartment complex in Charlotte, North Carolina at 2.30 in the morning on Saturday? Doubt it. Not many people yes, have. Sir. I have, and that sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, about, how about steamy hot Florida? Yeah, yeah man. Many times. Oh, many times. Is... I grew up on the ground, man. I grew up yeah. crawling on the ground. Whew. Is, is, Not hey, fun Mike, at is all. It, is that what led you to Atlas? What took you on that automotive sort of equipment um, calling for uh, for you as far as a, a career path? Is this just something you're uh, you're passionate about? Something you just knew a lot about? No, I've just been in the industry for 47 years and the last 30 in equipment. So it was, it was just it's kind of wow. like a day at work, you know. It's kind of like the Aaron Judge and playing 
All you got to do is swing the bat. You had to see some real amazing, technologically speaking, some just big advances in both the equipment designs, especially the cars, man. So, all right, four posts, two posts, motorcycle lifts. Can you explain what you're talking about when it comes to scissor lifts? What exactly are, are scissor lifts? Or is this something that's not so automotive uh, that – that we get passionate about. What, what exactly do you mean when you say scissor lift? Yeah, the, It's basically an X design. So the lift will go up to where you want to work on the height and then it'll go all the way back down to the floor level. Unless you buy an in-ground lift, then it goes all the way inside the, the lift like oil chain shops have at some point in time. But that's what the scissors lift is. It's just like an X model versus a standard column that you would have on a two post or four post. And then it just goes up and down. It, it flattens out. Yeah. I don't know if that's the, the right, explanation, right. but that's, that's. The- yeah. No, I, I use a scissor lift to do a bunch of drywall work in the, uh, in the garage. I got a 24 foot ceiling in my house garage. So yeah, I, I understand that, but it's for the automotive side, I was just kind of curious. What is the, what is the form of scissor lift and what column lifts are? Is that the heavier equipment? Is that the bigger like the you see some big trucks that go on a big, huge, you know, massive column. Yeah, that, is that for the heavier yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's the mobile columns. That's you know, you can put up forty five thousand pound tractor trailers on it, things like that. But uh, the scissors lift wow. again is exactly what you talked about. Up in the air, scissors all the way back down flat. You know, well, that's the nice thing about the scissor lift is there's no posts, right? So you think about your shop space and what you're going to do with it. Uh, you know, if you always have a vehicle on it, you're always doing something there. That's great. Your lift is in the, it's there. It's in the way of anything else that you might put there. But if you have, uh, you know, cramped space, I can imagine having that sister lift just flat and essentially almost out of the way. You don't have the posts and things to, to run into. I mean, are there any other Y buys for a scissor versus a four post? Well, it's, uh, you don't have to bolt it down for most cases. So it's, uh, the portable piece is probably the biggest selling feature or you can get some of the mm. 9,000, you can get 16,000 pound scissors lift. But again, it's the portability in a lot of cases that Ooh. you don't have the column stuck up in the air. So if you had a, you know, 9,000 yeah, pounds, man. kind of your solid type lift for most people, how portable is that? Like, what does it take to move it, you know, through your shop or maybe push it out of the way? How hard is that to move? What, yeah. what do you need? It comes with kind of a, uh, a little device that pumps it up, moves it a couple inches off the ground, and then you just roll it. So it's uh, so you wow. get that. You can just just push it out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah, it's not like you have to invent, uh, have a crane or anything like that. It comes with a device that gets it up off the ground and boom, moves it left, right, completely out of your shop. You make that decision. Well, that's something to think about, right? Because I I know we all have shop space. Not Willie. Willie has like. You know, um, he has a, what do you call it? A ranch full of buildings and stuff. I don't know anybody that has as much space. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a huge. couple massive shop But buildings. the rest of us are <laughs> landlocked and building locked. And, and so you're always thinking about, man, if I have this, I can't have that because I'm out of space. So something like that, a scissor lift where you could still get your 9,000, 12,000 pound capability and your full height, mid height, whatever you need based on your ceiling and then be able to kind of push it over here or over there. That's a lot to be said for that. 
Yeah, man. There's not only that, but hey, can you give us, you know, before we end this segment, move on to cool, a couple other cool things you guys are manufacturing there at Atlas Auto Equipment. What are the price ranges people are looking at when it comes to different lists, a four post, a two post, some of these scissor lists? Where can they get into it? You know, sort of on a high and low range. Um, where does that fall out at? Do you happen to know that? Yeah, L- low range would be uh, just under two thousand dollars for a two post scissors and all of those and then you can spend as much as uh, four grand for a nice nine thousand pound uh four post so you did you say a two post is under two grand yeah mid-rise and two post are under uh, under two grand and then you can add a few features to them that get a little higher and then four post you can get well under under four grand and get in the four post market wow man that's crazy told you it's affordable nowadays, man. It's crazy. I told you. Why more people don't have a lift in their shop. And yeah. Atlas Auto Equipment, making that affordable, uh, making that go-to spot. If you're thinking about, you know, everybody thinking about putting a lift in the garage, it's about time you did it. So go to atlasautoequipment.com. Find them there. We've got to take a break now. We'll come back. More of what they're manufacturing to help you and I out in our shops. Think about things that we only wish we had, right? If you go to a shop, what's the number one thing you're changing? Here in Colorado, we change tires all the time. And getting a balance, things like that, not to mention sandblast cabinets, um, air compressors, talking all kinds of shop. Next, with uh, our boy Mike, the brand manager of Atlas Auto Equipment. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We'll see you in just a minute on the Two Guys Garage Podcast. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have our man, Mike. He is the brand manager of Atlas Auto Equipment. Find him online, atlasautoequipment.com. And we're really talking anything and everything for your shop. Because let's be honest, man, the shop is where the man, well, where the man, and some ladies just love to live. It's uh, it's therapeutic for a lot of us to get out there, turn the wrenches, and we see the results of our hard work. When you dust off the old hot rod, go to do a little work, a little upgrade, and you take it out and do a couple test hits or rides, you know, that much more improved or stops that much better. Um, man, it just feels good to roll back in, know you get, got it handled when it comes to tools. Um, Mike, you're the brand manager at a company that makes a lot of crazy cool tools for a lot of shops and a lot of people in the industry. Um, would you say you do more home or more business type shops um, on your end? Cause I imagine everybody's trying to get a piece of that lift equipment. It, it it's so true to 50 50 it could be 52 48 but it's split down the middle it really is <laughs> that's so mm-hmm. cool so many people are doing that man i like to hear that kevin i like to hear that man see i, I wonder how many folks when we talked about right before the break right getting into a two post and some scissors for two grand you know yeah. like that's a chunk of change but when you think about all the things that you could now do you know Two grand is is kind of scratch, you know. When you're building when you're building a cool car, you got tons of money, right? Just buying anything cool is tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, you yeah. know. So you need a you need a little assortment of tools, and probably one of the biggest, baddest, coolest tool you could have is a lift, you know. And that's a really attainable number, I, you know. So maybe before we spin off too much on some of these other ones, Mike, hit us up real quick with. What you think, because uh, space-wise, right, what do you think you'd need from a ceiling, right? You said you could hit uh, some of these scissor lifts and things that are sort of low and mid. Should work fine under an eight-foot ceiling for most cars, maybe not the tallest SUVs, right? 
So even if you have an eight foot ceiling, you could probably still find something that's really helpful, really useful. Yeah, most of that would come in the scissor side, but you know, we have base plate lifts that typically are under nine feet. So ceilings under nine feet to base plate. So, you know, you still get underneath the car and work. And then the course of the overhead lift, you're looking at a 10 foot garage because it's got the cross member at the top, you know, on top of the columns. So base plate, low ceilings, clear floor for the larger height ceilings. That's the one I got. I got a, a clear floor one in one room and a base plate that you drive over, boom, boom. Uh, mm-hmm. And the second one for that lower ceiling. And I'll tell you, man, Kev, you can get in something like that for a couple grand. Oh, my God, your life becomes so much easier. Well, that, uh, that's where I'm at, too. I got 10-foot ceiling right here. Yeah. So just for anybody out there, a 10-foot ceiling, right? I got uh, the freestanding posts, and you just drive over the little hump. Uh, but I, all my sports cars, I'm pretty much standing tall, right? I, can, I wash the roof of the car so I don't hit my ceiling. But I can pretty much go full height. And work and wrench, and it's it's awesome. So I think an eight foot, you definitely can get into a lift. And I think by the time you get to nine foot, you can get one in. And ten foot, you're kind of working on most stuff that's not, you know, an SUV or something tall. And even when I bring an SUV in, man, I just get my little wheel around stool, and I'm still happy camper. You know, yeah. I can still do all that stuff. I stay on my legs a little further apart. <laughs> Yeah, you just get you get a little lower. Yeah, to get an over the top cable, that's usually what, like twelve and a half feet? Is that kind of the standard? Yes. Yep, that is right. Yeah, twelve foot ceilings. Yeah, and I'm seeing a lot of a lot of new builds, new houses, just regular houses that have like thirteen foot ceiling in the garage for no good reason. Well, good reason for me. Well, that's the good yeah, reason. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, man. All right, so so Mike, when you're thinking about other equipment that people may be interested in, um, saw online you guys do a bunch of tire changers, a bunch of wheel balancers. Um, tell me about some of the offerings you guys have in that world, and also, man, air compressors. You know, it's crazy, but you know the world still runs. Most shops run on air. Battery is cool, but you're going to need air regardless. Yeah, air air compressors. I mean, we can outfit you on on anything. Like I say, we carry twenty gallon. For the very tiny guy that's working in the shop, but our most popular one's a, a five horsepower, 60 gallon. That will pump enough air for anybody in a DIY garage. Then a professional, you know, they'll probably need a seven and a half to horsepower, 80 gallon. So we got you covered on all of that. But when you're talking about tire changers and wheel balancers, we have them from the from the guy that wants to use it one time a year all the way up to heavy duty that they're just knocking those tires off 10, 12 an hour. Wow. So, and everything in between. So we have you set up on anything on tire changers and wheel balancers, small up to 47 inches. I changed a lot of tire back in the day, man. I never got 12 oh. to 14 tires in an hour. That's a machine right there, <laughs> man. Uh, wow. That is awesome. Yeah, man. So it, it, when you're thinking about this, you know, a lot of people don't realize Man, it's so it's such a relief. I got I got a tire changing machine and a wheel balancer in my shop, but I do a lot of cars that I give away for charity stuff, and you know I like to put new tires on them because every car that comes in that we we fix up and repair, well, it's typically in need of tires, and you want to balance them. It's amazing how rough your ride can be if if the wheel's not balanced. I encourage everybody to do so. Don't skip that. Um, but really finding those at a decent price, man, it's a game changer for people. 
You know, especially people with performance-based cars. Kevin, you do a lot of track and, you know, whether it's quarter mile or uh, time attacks or, you know, hitting that road course not too far from you, you're definitely going to need a tire changer and balancer. Yeah. No, that's a uh, – and that is definitely a pipe dream. That's on my list. Now, what can you get into, right, because you've got high-end models and then let's just say for the DIY guy, like Willie said um, – you know, you're changing your summer winter tires, you're changing your track tires, your street tires. Uh, so you're, you're okay to do it a little bit slower, perhaps. What, what can you kind of get that entry point for a tire changer? Uh, tire changers and wheel balancers for the entry level, we can get them under $1,500. And then they go up in different ranges. So, yeah, you can get into to doing your own tires very inexpensive. Wow. <sighs> if you're doing track days, right, if you're swapping out, you know, you're – your slicks for your street tires or winter tires, it probably doesn't take that long before you've paid off that tire machine. No, not with the friends. Not with, wow. not with the friends. <laughs> no doubt. Well, yeah, one, I was going to say with the lift. Once you got a lift, you got a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> right? Uh, you got a tire machine, you got a lot more friends. Right. <laughs> and that's a lot of good trade offs right there, man. I love having those kind of friends because they probably have something I need. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like time. <laughs> um, all right, man. So Atlas Auto Equipment, you guys making all kinds of sandblast cabinets too, which is a big thing uh, as well, man. So you guys offer varying sizes in sandblasting stuff? Yeah, we offer four sizes and uh, from what we call a medium all the way up to extra large. And, you know, you can put almost, well, not almost, you can put a lot of items in there to clean them up, you know, in that size. Uh, some's got... Uh, Front and rear doors, the larger ones do. You can work on both sides of it. Most of them are the front door and uh, comes with all the equipment you need from replacement nozzles to gloves. We carry the media if you need that. Replacement lenses, we got it. All right. Hey, man, it's one thing to go back and clean something up with, you know, brake clean. It works. But if you really want to get that thing clean and blow all the old paint off of it, um, just get the part right. And then paint it, ain't nothing going to beat a, a blasting cabinet, man. No it way. It makes such a huge yeah. difference. God, is so much better. Yeah. So talk us a talk us, uh, cabinet. So, you know, something that'll fit a suspension control arm. What, what kind of cabinet uh, pricing to, to get into something like that? Uh, sandblast cabinets, again, they start at about 1900 and go up to 2500 So 2500 uh, Again, in my mind, affordable in the shop equipment lane as well yeah and how big is that how big is that blast cabinet in that in that you know 18 1900 range uh it'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of four feet tall three feet wide and two feet deep yeah that can blast some good stuff yeah man <laughs> yeah yeah you get a lot of pieces in there <laughs> uh i might even be able to fit my uh well wife probably wouldn't like that too much never mind um but yeah man that's something that uh i feel like is a is a valuable asset in anybody's shop because no doubt if you're uh if you're putting on tie rod ends and blasting suspension parts or painting cool you know bumper brackets and so forth cleaning them up with the blasting cabinet is the way to go then you hit them with some paint and everything looks man just top tier it's about changing you know what we love and appreciate our cars and when you have some of this equipment my god can you make big impacts on your ride yeah, it's one of those that if you don't have it, you just you're shackled, you know. Like you're you're brushing, and it's like, well, it's kind of clean, but man, when you can just clean it off and put a new coat of paint on, that's like a brand new part, 
you know like you put some new bushings in and yeah. wow that's showroom you know that takes you to the next level and big time as far as the affordability because look we've all dreamt these we all priced them out at times that were probably you know it's amazing because you look back at what he said the price of a lift was how many things have gone up two three hundred percent in the last few years <laughs> almost everything. i feel like yeah i feel like the price of these lifts if anything, they might have gone down a little bit in the last couple of years. Like, it's amazing to get into some of this equipment at the price range you're paying for when everything else in the world seems to be exploding um, on price. It's great that we can get in some of this equipment and really change how you're working, you know, finessing your car exponentially uh, without that much you know, of a, of a lag on your, your pocketbook and your, your checking account, man. That's, uh, that's doing it right. Well, think how much you can then save by doing it yourself, right? True. Whether it's all the work that you can do now because you've got a lift, uh, you know, changing your own tires instead of swapping them out and taking them, you know, hucking all them tires in the back of whatever ride to go somewhere to have somebody else swap tires out for you, uh, you know, blasting all your own parts versus paying somebody else to do it. You know, all these things pay themselves back pretty quickly. You get one or two projects in and you've probably already broken even. You know, yeah. and now you yeah. got a lifelong tool. No doubt, man. So how do people see some of the equipment? AtlasAutoEquipment.com is kind of the best resource, Mike? That's, that will be a great resource, exactly. All right. AtlasAutoEquipment.com. Uh, A-T-L-A-S, AtlasAutoEquipment.com. Uh, really all the questions, uh, find their answers right there on that website. Easy to kind of navigate. I mean, kind of sifting through it as we talk here uh and really it, fellas if you're looking to upgrade your shop man nothing makes impacts like some of these tools that we just mentioned um everything from you know yeah we all got air compressors but having a blasting cabinet having a tire changer having a, a lift in your garage oh man is such a huge impact I encourage you to check out some of the deals some of the stuff they have at atlasautoequipment.com uh, Mike, anything else, man? You guys been in this automotive game for a long time, bro. It's uh, glad to uh, to bring you on. Tell some of our listeners and viewers all about it. Hey, my, my motto or our motto since 1982, selling quality equipment at affordable prices. And we talked about that today. It holds true. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, sir. No yes, doubt. sir. Since 1982, man. Woo. They've been doing it for a long time. I got a couple that, uh, you know, Move, moved up on, on my list here, you know, my little dream tools. Um, I got a good stash in here, but, uh, you know, there's still a couple more. I got to to knock off the list. So <laughs> very, very uh, cool. All right, atlasautoequipment.com. Check it out there. Make sure you check out our show, Aaron Weekends, on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. It's also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is their streaming service. Thanks for our guest, Mike of Atlas autoequipment.com make sure you hit up that website our executive producer bob becker producer scoop he is kevin bird and i'm willie b yeah and don't forget to check out our website twoguysgarage.com share your thoughts with us on social facebook instagram and twitter at two guys garage this is two guys garage podcast it's copyright 2023 brenton productions incorporated all rights reserved nice all right mike i'm gonna be hitting you up about a, a new tire changer Mine's uh, literally changed about the last tires they will do this year uh, for my Cars for Christmas program, man. We, we were kicking it along with the uh, 
Yeah, we're helping it along, trying to bust beads on tires this year, man. So that's great to know, man. Thanks for spending some time talk tools, man. It's, uh, Appreciate it. It's crazy wild world of tools, and we're glad to talk about it. <laughs> you got it. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. All right, Mike. Take care. Hope you guys at least learned about what options are out there, maybe some sizes, configurations that might work for you, a little pricing to kind of get your gears, you know, spinning, and, uh, you know, maybe out there is a cool tool in your future. All right, until the next time, it's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. See you then. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.